Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Interest rates are continuing to climb, and folks are predicting that that will continue to be the case moving into 2023. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. I'm talking with Rose Oswald-Poles. She's the president of the Wisconsin Bankers Association. She tells us what's happening in the egg lending space, beginning with interest rates. Well, interest rates are continuing to go up this year. You know, the Fed is certainly using that particular monetary tool to try to get inflation under control. And so uh, we've seen multiple rate hikes throughout the year and are expecting some more before uh, calendar year 2022 is over with. Predictions are that it will continue to go up. Is it helping inflation at all, or is that why they keep raising it? (laughs) Well, it is anybody's guess, right, if if inflation is truly um, getting under control. I mean, there are certain sectors where uh, we do see um, things like consumer spending coming down. Um, Some uh, prices have come down in certain sectors, but not enough. Uh, But at the same time, uh, wages are still very high and employment numbers are still very strong, which is a good thing. Um, So when you sort of look at all of this uh, in, uh, in the aggregate, it still is I think a little hard to tell whether or not these rate hikes by themselves are really working to rein in, you know, all aspects of inflation. Yeah, and when I got together with my family this weekend, that's, of course, one of the topics of conversation at the dinner table. How about those interest rates? I believe last time I looked, it was like 9.1. What is that figure as we speak right now? Um, It is right around 9%. Yeah, you know, it, it really depends on which interest rate benchmark, you know, you're really looking at here. But um, if you're looking at, uh, you know, things like home prices, for example, I mean, those interest rates are not that high yet at all. Um, So that's, we're not there yet from that standpoint, no. Well, now I want to ask how the interest rates are influencing people who are taking out loans, um, whether it is a home, whether it's land, whether it's for a vehicle or equipment. So I think we have seen, you know, certainly in the home area I'll start with, we have certainly seen volume come down from the standpoint of those who maybe are in an existing home who were considering refinancing. I think almost everybody has done that, you know, over the last few years, uh, at least once, if not more than that. And so we've definitely seen a really healthy drop in mortgage refinancing, which, um, you know, isn't great, certainly for banks um, and consumers alike with the home interest rates going up. Um, At the same time, um, for those who are looking to buy a home, inventory in our state, in most parts of the state, are still, you know, really limited. So home prices have not come down a whole lot yet. Um, So if you are in the hunt for a home, you know, it, it still is a relatively low interest rate at this point in time. We're seeing, you know, 30-year fixed rate mortgages at about 5.5% or 5.25%, depending on, you know, where you might be looking and whether it's a jumbo uh, mortgage or something less than that for 30 years, uh, which, you know, in again, when you look back historically, these are still really low rates, but for anybody that's been 
you know, really paying attention in the last 10 years, they do seem high. Um, but uh, it still is a good bargain, and as I mentioned earlier, rates are going to keep increasing, so I encourage uh, consumers to still go out and, and purchase that home uh, because, in, again, historically rates are low and they're only going to go up between now and the end of the year. Um, when it comes to the ag sector in, in uh, particular, you know, the biggest question mark is, of course, operating lines of credit, which often are structured in a way that they will reprice as uh, the interest rate index the loan is tied to increases. And so as these rates keep, you know, ticking up a little bit here throughout the year, it does make the cost of borrowing that much more expensive. So for any farmer who hasn't locked in, you know, an operating line, let's say, to at least stay fixed for a year, um, that would be something to consider right now. Uh, and again, um, as they start to reprice, you know, you want to look and see if there is at least the ability to lock it in for, for a short period of time. Um, many farmers, I think, locked in operating lines of credit late last year, and so uh, they pr might not see a reprice happen until later this year, uh, but it certainly will cost them a little bit more than the interest rate that they had last year. What is the appetite for egg lenders, for agricultural banks to lend, especially with how volatile the market is right now for farmers and with risk as high as it is? Yeah, you know, I think uh, our egg lenders across our state, you know, have are very sophisticated individuals, and they've worked with farmers through lots of highs and lows. You know, as anybody who is in the egg sector knows, you know, it is a volatile industry that goes up and down um, for a lot of reasons. And so we're very used to the risk that exists in the egg sector, no matter what type of uh, farmer you might be. And we're very comfortable in knowing who our borrower is. And I think, again, as long as, you know, borrowers are upfront and honest and have a really, you know, good in-depth relationship with their egg lender, uh, we are definitely here to help farmers through the tougher times as much as we are to help them through the good times. So that isn't new to us at all, and our banks in the state are positioned very well to keep making loans. And so I do expect some farm lending to increase. Farmers have had the last few years for a lot of reasons, including some additional government stimulus money during the COVID um, pandemic peak times, uh, they have had fairly healthy balance sheets, and so they've been financing a lot of their expenses with their own cash. And so it's, you know, not uncommon to see ag loan borrowing increase during some of these times when it's uh, a little, when they're more cash strained, and we're ready to help them. We're very healthy to be able to do that. So the banks have uh, cash on hand to lend. Are, are you exactly. are you seeing more or less than than years past as far as you know the bank's ability to to make these loans? Well, we haven't seen second quarter numbers come out yet from the banking industry. However, I know just based anecdotally that you know banks in our state are still very flush with liquidity. There remains a lot of money on deposit at banks, and and frankly, with some of the stock market strains that we've seen in the last few months, uh, money keeps coming back into banks to stay on deposit because it is such a safe place for your money. So we definitely have money to lend, and we want to be able to do that. And as I said earlier, there's a lot of great ag bankers across the state who are very experienced and will help out farmers despite some of the uncertainty looking forward.
Are you seeing any uh, trends in what people maybe are spending their loan money on now? I don't know if you can give any insight, especially in the egg space. What's popular? Are we seeing new buildings going up? Is it uh, increasing land? Yeah, I'm not hearing, um, and this would be anecdotal, I'm not hearing that there are a lot of you know, new acquisitions happening, whether it's buying new equipment for the farm or whether it's buying more land to expand the farm. I think right now, because of, you know, some of the uncertainty looking ahead into 2023, farmers are being very smart in, you know, playing things a little more safe and sticking to what they either already own in terms of land and, and equipment. So it's more uh, borrowing to help pay for some of the higher input costs that we've seen uh, with um, you know, gas and diesel prices going up as much as they have been and fertilizer prices, shortages that have affected supply, which then affects cost. So it tends to be, again, more of the operating lines that we are seeing more uh, of right now from our farm borrowers. Rose Oswald-Poles is the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Bankers Association, providing a statewide lens at what's happening in the agricultural lending space. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.